Accelerate Service 2016 promises to be an inspiring, engaging, and educational two-day conference focused on and dedicated to five-star customer service. In addition to the amazing content you will receive over the two-day event, you will also be contributing to a larger vision of raising funds for Three Square Food Bank, a subsidiary of Feeding America, who serves food insecure residents in Southern Nevada. Make sure to check out Accelerate2016.com. That is Excel with two L's, Accelerate2016.com. Welcome to episode 155 of Crack the Customer Code. I'm Jeannie Walters, and I'm here with future AARP member, <laughs> Adam Tafori. <laughs> hey, we're loud and we're proud as AARP members. There you go. See, I think it's changed where everybody's kind of getting proud of that now. And I said future. We're all future members. Well, yeah, I think that thing's uh, it's gotten younger, like when you start getting them in the mail, because I've had people like, yeah, a little bit older than me. Like, mm-hmm. I got my AARP. Yeah. Like, no, solicita- it's always been 50. It's just <laughs> 50 is the new 30. 50 <laughs> is the new 30. I like that. We're going to stick with that. So that means I'm 10 because I'm 30, yeah. right? <laughs> oh, sure. Let's go with that. We're going to go with that. <laughs> well, this is just a quick, short episode for everybody because we realized something. Jenny and I were talking. We realized that we've talked a lot about the millennials and Gen Z and you know what? Everybody's talking about it and we've been talking about it too, but guess what? The baby boomers are huge. They were all the rage. It's like generational fads. They were all the rage <laughs> like 10 years ago. Well, you know what? It's a huge market demographic. Mm-hmm. It's an important market demographic because they have more spending power than anybody. And Yes. We need to pay attention to it. So this is a quick episode to tell you a little bit about the boomers and remind you why they're so important. Well, and I think that what blew me away when we started digging into this a little bit is that the just in America, the Americans over 50, that population, they actually represent the third largest economy in the world. <laughs> so we're not talking about just in the United States. We're talking like they're spending more than countries. <laughs> And so I think it's really important to make sure that we're looking at not just their spending power, but then tying that to what do these people actually need? How can we improve their customer experience? Because Silicon Valley is all folk. They're all in on millennials. And basically, this is a great market for startups. This is a great market for innovation. And just like we've talked about with millennials – When you offer a better experience for one group, you typically are offering that for everybody. So by designing things that are easier for baby boomers to use, then you're actually offering ease of use for everybody. So it's just, it's a huge opportunity that I don't think most organizations are really looking at or taking advantage of from a customer experience innovation perspective, especially. Right. And there's just things you don't think about that are opportunities, both on a customer experience level and a product level. For instance, the boomers' kids are going to college. So just like Jeannie was saying, you know, making things easier because their tech support has left the house. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's so true. It's so and there's only so much tech support you can offer on text. (laughs) So, yeah. That, and uh, they're also not quite as uh, available to you all of a sudden. (laughs) Funny how that works. (laughs) Yeah, like I think I've said this on previous episodes, nothing strikes heart in the fear of a child, adult, or not, other than, hey, it's mom, and I just got a new iPad. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right. So I think one of the things that came to mind when we were talking about this was we 
talked a while back about millennials and how some of the designs for millennials, they were kind of hitting the wrong notes. And and Whole Foods were coming out with this whole new chain of stores that was designed, quote unquote, for millennials because they wanted more open spaces and cleaner stores and more variety. And basically, we were all scratching our heads saying, well, doesn't everybody want that? Like, nobody wants a dirty store that's cluttered with not much (laughs) variety. And so there was you know, there are some products that are being made and kind of targeted to this generation, but they're actually just producing things that are better for everybody. And one of them is a uh, startup called Breezy. And what they do is they provided a skin to, I think it's an Android tablet that makes it just much easier to use. And they targeted this population, but really that's easier for anybody who wants an easier intuitive interface. So, By designing for baby boomers, you might actually be designing for everybody. Just like when you're designing for millennials, if you're coming up with a better experience, you could be coming up with a better experience for everybody. And that's what I like, Adam, is when everybody's happy. (laughs) (laughs) When everybody's happy, we're all happy. Yes, that's a That's a tautology, right? (laughs) Well, you know what? Look at housing. You know, we, first of all, healthcare is sort of the obvious one. We, everybody right, talks right. about healthcare, but l- let's look at housing. So, baby boomers are downsizing or will be downsizing, mm-hmm. you know, over the next decade or two. And one of the things that you know goes with that—that's part of a whole different movement of small house, right? Of yeah. people are moving away from the McMansions and things like mm-hmm. this in general. So. What can you do that improves small house living, Mm -hmm. space uh, efficiency, things like that? You look at it from the standpoint of the baby boomer market, but that can actually apply across all generations. Yep. Yep. It's very true. And I like what you're saying there about like, think about the, the life that they're going to lead anyway, and how can you improve that? So not just housing and technology, but also communications and how are we offering different ways to communicate with customers so that if somebody is more apt to pick up the phone or text or whatever, we make it easier no matter what channel that we're offering. Um, Because really... Baby boomers are people, too, is what we're saying. <laughs> really? Baby boomers are people, too. I'm going to put that on a quote card with your name under it, Jeannie. No, don't do that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, I mean, you just got to think about the generation, you know, things like putting a skin on a phone and you're having mm-hmm. it have a rotary dial instead of pressing the nut, you know, anything right, you can do. Right. For the phone. Right. <laughs> no, okay, Very they may good. not like that. I think we all agree that the, the, no. the, the numbers were an improvement over the rotary dial. But, well, and this, this is the group that actually adopted email first. This is the group that was part of the early days of the web. And actually, they even got comfortable with online dating, you know, before a lot of other groups. So I think discounting them as like, oh, we don't need to worry about them because they're just going to always do what they've always done is completely the wrong approach because they are people who like innovation, who want innovation. And yet, let's face reality, they are getting older and there are certain limitations to that. So how can we make things easier for this group who wants innovation, who wants improvement, but, you know, they're maybe their knees hurt a little when they get up. (laughs) Uh, Not that mine do. (laughs) Well, on that note, we did promise a short episode, but I will say this. Don't forget the baby boomers. They're very important. But please don't forget Generation X. We're lonely. We're stuck in the middle of these two (laughs) monster generations. No one cares about us. 
<laughs> it's just, it's very lonely. We didn't even Gen get a name. Or, I know, like, Gen X, right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else got a name. We're just still we got, Generation X. We're, we're the X, exactly. Yeah. But the, seriously, you know, with all the focus on millennials, it's going to continue, mm -hmm. and you're going to read a lot about it. But don't forget, there are opportunities both <laughs> to improve customer experience and to create new products and services all across the population. So go out there and innovate. And if you're a boomer and you're listening to the, this, then let us know. Send us a comment. Send us some feedback. You know what we say. I love feedback. <laughs> and Jeannie still can hear it, so that's good. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed episode 155 of Crack the Customer Code. A big thanks to our sponsor, the Accelerate Service 2016 Conference. Accelerate Service 2016 promises to be an inspiring, engaging, and educational two-day event focused on five-star customer service. To learn more, go to Accelerate2016.com. That's Accelerate. 2016.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe and check out all our episodes at crackthecustomercode.com. I'm Jeannie Walters, and we do love your feedback. Don't forget to leave us ratings and reviews on iTunes as you listen. Stay current on the latest customer experience trends and insights and see my TEDx talk at 360connects.com. And thank you to audible.com for sponsoring this episode. Get your own audiobook and a free 30-day trial at audibletrial.com slash customer code. And I'm Adam Tapork. You can connect with me and find out more about our customer service workshops and training at customersatstick.com. Until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.